About 10 years ago, I was recently divorced and living alone in a one-bedroom apartment. The place was clean, and the rent was decent. One of those places that had a doorman. I felt safe. I was alone and loving it, focused on my career and not on my clingy ex-husband. Things were finally looking up for me. At the time, I was working pretty late in the office and would often stumble into my apartment sleep-deprived in the early hours of the morning and then wake up at 6.30 or 7ish and start the day. I started noticing that, in the morning, my door would be unlocked sometimes. I usually dismissed this as my sleep-dead brain just thinking that the bed looked more appealing than locking my door. Another thing that I noticed since moving in was that I seemed to misplace things more than I used to. Little things like a hairbrush or nail polish, that sort of thing. It wasn't really a big deal, just enough to be a slight annoyance each day. But the longer I lived there, the more frequently I seemed to forget how to lock the door. At first, it was every once in a while, and then it seemed like an almost daily occurrence. More things went missing, things like pictures and shaving razors and most disturbingly, my underwear. This went on for long enough that I started to get a little paranoid. I started to take the time at night to make sure the door was locked. I got into a habit every night after I locked the door to turn the handle three times and say to myself, it's locked, it's locked, it's locked. Time after time, I would wake up and the door would be unlocked. One time, I even tried staying up all night to watch the door, but I ended up falling asleep in my chair. I decided that my mind was not reliable enough to stay up all night, so I invested in a video camera. I went all out, I bought the fanciest camera that I could. So one night, I set the camera up facing the door. I hid the camera under a pile of towels on the floor. I locked the door, and I went to bed. When I woke up, my apartment looked normal. Nothing missing that I could see. I decided to check the tape. I fast forwarded through hours of footage not seeing anything. I was just about to give up when I noticed the handle of the door jitter. Then it slowly crept open. A figure slid through the half-open door and walked towards the camera. It paused, looked around as if it was listening or something, then walked forward into direct view of the camera. I paused the camera. The hairs on my arm and the back of my neck started to rise. I was staring directly into the face of the maintenance man of my building. I could see those big, thick glasses and curly hair. I had no doubt who it was. I played the tape a little more. He looked comfortable as he walked around my apartment. Then he turned and walked towards my bedroom and out of view of the camera. I didn't know what to do. Sobbing, I called the police. I tried to explain over the phone, but I couldn't. Soon enough, two officers arrived at my doorstep. I told them everything and showed them the tape. I remember seeing the blood drain from their faces. They promised me that I was safe, that they were going to get this guy. I needed to lay down, but I didn't want to be alone. One of the officers offered to stand outside my apartment door as I took a nap. As I was laying in bed, I was unable to sleep but too drained to move. Something was nagging at me. I laid there for a few minutes, tossing and turning, unable to get comfortable or rest. My mind was racing. Then, a realization slowly washed over me and chilled me to the bone. We watched the tape and saw the man enter my home, but we never saw him leave. I froze 
then started shaking. I needed to get to the front door. I sat up and looked around my room. I couldn't see anyone. I swung my legs over the side of the bed cautiously. My feet hit the cold wood floor, and I felt warm breath on my ankles. I raced out of my apartment as fast as I could into the safety of the police officer. He called for backup, and they found the man under my bed, clutching a knife and a Polaroid camera. This story happened to me, and it still freaks me out when I'm home alone. When I was 16 a few summers ago, my parents went out for the day, and my sister left to go out too. I live in an average, small, suburban neighborhood. I was stuck in the house, bored with my dog, and nobody else was home. It was really hot in the living room, so I turned on the air conditioner. For that to happen, I have to open the garage door, because the butt of the air conditioner faces in there, and the garage gets overheated. Usually when we do this, we lock the garage door that leads into the living room. But this one time, I forgot. I sat down in my room and relaxed, not really thinking much of it. Bad idea. A few hours later, in the afternoon, I hear my dog barking like a maniac. I almost ignored it, but went into the living room and heard the doorknob of the garage door jiggling. I assumed it was my sister who came home, so I yelled, it's not locked. She didn't respond back, and the doorknob jiggled more violently. I walked in and went to the door, yelling again, it's not locked, when the door opened. It felt like slow motion. The door creaked open, a sliver of a crack, and that's all I needed to see. I just saw feet, huge, dark brown hiking boots of a man, not my sister. I immediately pushed the door closed and started to scream and cry hysterically. I'm a small girl, but I struggled and I pushed it shut and locked it. He started pounding on my door, but then it stopped. Hysterically crying and screaming, I scooped up my dog and ran into the kitchen to get a knife. When I went in the kitchen, I heard the gate of the backyard open and quick footsteps down the cement path. Like in the horror movies, with tears streaming down my face, I screamed no. Dog in one hand and a knife in the other, I threw the knife on the floor and ran to lock the back door. When I quickly bent down to the kitchen floor to pick up the knife, my legs were shaking from being so scared. My legs actually gave out and I fell forward nearly on my own face. I tried to scramble up my feet but ended up crawling and tripping on the kitchen floor, and I accidentally scratched a long shallow cut on my bare foot with the knife. I hid under the dining room table and said my prayers. I thought this was it. This is how I'm gonna die. Here, in a quiet, empty house with my dog as a witness, I held my mouth to cover my crying when I heard footsteps approach my back door. My heart was racing a million beats a minute, and I had the knife tightly clenched in my hand as I waited for him to make his next move. I saw his shadow through my blinds looking into the window. He just stood there for a while and then eventually walked out. Police did eventually come, but they never found him. To this day, I always make sure that door is locked in the garage. I don't know what I would have done if my dog hadn't barked to alert me that there was a man trying to break in. 
I would have been in my room, completely unaware, before it was too late. In the summers, I would clean houses for extra cash while I was in college. I went through a local cleaning agency that basically just assigned you to a client, and you would go solo, and they provide all of the cleaner, all of the equipment, and I never had any problem in a house. Until this house. I was perfectly okay to go somewhere solo. I had assumed any of the clients who needed cleanings had been thoroughly vetted by the agency. But also, I'm not a very cautious person. I don't tend to assume the worst, nor do I feel scared all too often. But from the get-go, something about this house was deeply off. The day that I was assigned was a Saturday morning, roughly around 9.30am. I was given the address to this older home that was just a few towns over. I pulled up to the driveway, with all of my supplies and buckets, and the vacuum in the trunk. As I pulled up the driveway, I could tell it was a larger house which meant I would have to lug a lot of equipment, which I didn't really mind since I was paid by the hour. I would happily stick around for most of the day, earn the extra cash, but after I pulled in and I got to the door, an odd feeling came over me, almost like some weird intuition, as if I was walking towards an abandoned home or something. Even though I knew that it was lived in, I knew this was a client, the whole area just felt very quiet and flat ghostly even. I rang the bell and was greeted by a man who seemed to be friendly enough. He was very tall and a bit older, very thin build, and a full dark beard. He seemed perfectly normal to me. He even kindly offered to help bring in some of my supplies, which I did take him up on as most of that was pretty heavy. But once I got in, he didn't waste any time and he put me straight to work in the kitchen. So I jumped in. I got to scrub in the counters first and then the sink second. But after about 15 or 20 minutes of working, I needed to use the restroom, but I realized I hadn't asked him where it was, so I took off the gloves to go find him. But the moment I did and I went to exit the kitchen, I saw him just standing there in the doorway. I'll be honest, I was kind of freaked out, but I didn't scream, I just sort of politely said, oh, I didn't realize you were there, to which he didn't reply, which made me really uneasy. Had he been watching me this whole time? Why wasn't he responding? Feeling even more uncomfortable, I asked him if I could use the restroom, to which he seemed to perk up and replied, down the hall. I was feeling really unsettled about being there alone at this point. I did not like the way he was watching me, or responding to me, so I planned to head down to the bathroom and then text my boss, ask if they could maybe send another cleaner or two who could work with me for the day, just let them know that I wasn't feeling exactly safe but no more than 30 seconds after I closed the bathroom door and locked it, I could sense that he had followed me down the hall. It was as if he was standing right outside the door, listening to me, which made me terrified. I had never anticipated this situation, not while on a job, and I didn't know what to do at this point but call the police, but I knew if he was listening to me that I would need to text 911 instead. So I did just that. I sent a text with the home address and asked for immediate help, but just as I finished it, I could suddenly hear the soft metal creaking of the doorknob turning. He was trying to get into this bathroom. My whole body froze, and I started to panic. This wasn't just a creepy older man anymore. He was going to do something to me. The bathroom was on the first floor and had a small window, but I knew if I could get that open, 
I could get out and race to my car since my keys were still in my pocket. I moved over to the window and stood on the toilet to get it unlocked and I used every ounce of strength to push it up high enough that I could squeeze myself out. At this point, the adrenaline was setting in and I was moving fast, knocking things over which he seemed to notice as he was now violently twisting the handle and banging his body into the door. I'd managed to shift my upper body halfway through the window where I was looking down at a collection of bushes just below. I knew this was it, this could break my fall. My legs were still half hanging in the bathroom as I was thrusting myself side to side when I suddenly heard the single most terrifying thing that I could in that moment. The clear sound of a metal snap and the door fully breaking open. At this point, I didn't care if I got hurt. I had to get myself through that window and out of that house. I started to scream and kick and quickly felt his massive hand latch onto my right ankle and try to pull me back in. I instantly used my left leg, which was still free, to kick as fast and as hard as I could, where I did eventually make contact with either his face or maybe his chest and he let my leg go. Once I was finally free, I had enough of my body out that window that the rest of my weight could pull me through and I went head first into those bushes. But I couldn't waste a second as I knew he was probably still after me. So I reached for my phone and my keys, but I realized that my phone had dropped out of my pocket inside the bathroom. It was just me and my keys at this point, but that was my chance. I had to get to that car and get out as fast as possible. I knew I was hurt, but I couldn't tell which part my heart was pounding so fast. All I could do was focus on one thing, get to the car and lock it before he gets to you. So I sprinted as fast as I could down the driveway where I saw the car and unlocked it mid-run and jumped in. I slid through the unlocked door on the passenger side and just as I went to lock the doors with the button, I could see the man now bolting from the front door, but this time he had what looked like a small metal bat in hand. I quickly shifted my body over to the driver's side and I threw the keys in the ignition when I heard the deafening crack of the glass on the driver's side window smashing into the car. He'd hit that window out as hard as he could. I was lucky the door partially stopped the bat, but at this point I threw the car in reverse and floored it backwards out the driveway. I had no idea what was behind me, but I just had to get away from him when suddenly he dropped the bat about 20 feet ahead of me and put his hands up in the air. Luckily right behind me, pulling in, were two cop cars with their weapons drawn. I had never felt so relieved in my life. You never think about these things. Maybe wrong place, wrong time, someone traps you in an unsafe situation. But by every measure of that day, I felt as if I shouldn't have made it. Too many things could have gone wrong in my escape, but I did. I got out, and I survived whatever that man intended to do to me. Following the investigation and me leaving that job for good, police found out that he didn't even own that home. It was an old vacation rental of an elderly couple who lived on the west coast, and he had broken in and planned to use local services to lure women and kidnap them. I would have been his first. <laughs>